Let's go talk to Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News, Michigan State insider. He's standing by. We'll get his thoughts on Mel Tucker's offseason and football in a moment. But uh, when you look at the Big Ten right now, what I was just kind of going back and forth in my mind on air, Matt, that Purdue, yes. Uh, tell me another team that, okay, they're coming to the Breslin, and Tom would be really concerned outside of Purdue that they're going to get you in the Big um, Ten right now. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know if it's that there's a team you're concerned is going to get you. It's more that there's not a team that you're like, well, mark this down as a win uh, outside of maybe Minnesota right now. And they've played a little better. I just, I just, to me, there's just no separation in these teams right now. I mean, you mentioned Maryland were or just got awful one night, but then, you know, beat Ohio State. So I, I don't remember it being this tight in a long time. Usually you got a few teams kind of separate. And I guess right now, by default, like you mentioned, I'd give it to Purdue. Because, um, you know, they lose at home to Rutgers, and Rutgers is a good team. But, you know, they bounce back and win two games on the road. Um, so I think I'd probably still err toward them right now. But I don't think any team, if you're in the Big Ten, like scares you or freaks you out. But there's just no gimmies in this conference this year. That's what I was saying, because look at two of the teams that were up there as preseason favorites. Indiana and Illinois are one and two and one and three respectively, right near Minnesota at the bottom of the Big Ten. I know it's early. We're only into the second week of January, and teams like Northwestern at three and one. I doubt they hang around uh, all year, but I, I do look at Michigan State and what they did to Michigan defensively. Uh, both teams didn't shoot well. Uh, I, I agree with you on Purdue, uh, Wisconsin always tough at home. I don't think they're a Big Ten title contender. Rutgers is three and two. Yeah, go go all the. You, you have Nebraska at two and three, and then Indiana and Illinois are after them. So I, I do like where Michigan State is at, though. If I'm Izzo, especially after the defense they played against Michigan State and the options and the depth uh, he has, he he has that comfortable look. Would you agree? Yeah, and they they've got the other thing that. In college basketball, you win with good guard play more often, and they've got they've got good guard play. They've got experienced guard play. Um, you know, no one shot great the other day, but Tyson Walker has been shooting so well. AJ Hoger just I, I think every night out becomes more and more that that time is no point guard that we've become used to seeing. Uh, Jay Nakins looks like he's a hundred percent now. I, I just think with guard play like that, they're going to be in every game they play, especially with the defense you mentioned as well. Now the shooting's been hasn't been as great the last couple of games, but Joey Hauser's played so well this year. Um, there's always going to be questions at that center spot. I just think though, with that guard play with Malik Hall coming back, it, it's there, there's no night where you're not you're going to think they they don't have a shot tonight. So it's you're you're right that it's, it's hard to say exactly where they end up, but you got to feel pretty good about the spot they're in now with. Everyone kind of getting close to 100% on this roster. you, you got to feel good about it. Yeah, Michigan State at Wisconsin uh, coming up tonight. That will be uh, one of those games where if State can get that W on the road, I think they'll go back in to the top 25 and be a true contender uh, for the Big Ten title. Uh, moving away from Izzo and State basketball, what's this offseason been like so far for Mel Tucker? How would you grade it? I, I mean, I, I graded around uh, probably a B. I mean, the recruiting class, he certainly had some decommits in there, but it's still, you know, what, nine, ten, four-star guys. They hit some positions in need when you when you throw in the portal as well with 
some you know some high talented defensive linemen, defensive end, edge type guys. They've, they've lost a little experience there, but I think they brought in in more talent, and, and we'll see where that goes, uh, and, and we'll see how it plays out here the next few weeks before the next signing period. And it, with the portal now, it's, it's like you're never done, right? You always wonder who's the next guy to leave or who's coming in, but um, you know th- those are positions they needed some help at. Uh, making sure a guy like Jacoby Winman's coming back at linebacker. I think that those are all positives for this team. So we'll see what spring brings, but I, but I like the class they brought in, some, some impact transfers. So we'll see. I, I'd have to grade it about a B right now, and then we'll see how it plays out on the field. Speaking of on the field, uh, Tate Halleck's next field will be down in Kalamazoo. He, he left Michigan State, went to the portal, announced I think yesterday he was going to Western. I'm telling you uh, how – Michigan State never thought that kid could help them at safety. Uh, um, he's one of the best high school athletes I've ever seen uh, in West Michigan. I think he'll do well uh, at Western. Uh, Matt Charbonneau, Detroit News. You can follow him uh, on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, deadnews.com. He follows Michigan State uh, basketball and football. Sharby, thanks for the update, my man. You got a huge anytime, man.